0: Welcome to Enlightenment of Change with Connie Whitman of Whitman & Associates. Here's Connie.
1: Welcome to Enlightenment of Change on webtalkradio.com. I'm your host, Connie Whitman, and you know that I'm happy that you're here. So every week as you tune in, you you know, here's the deal. My guests and I truly understand that when we hear that word change or let's more, more importantly, change happens to us right that word to us we say too frequently we it could throw us into a tailspin and sometimes we're just not sure of what that next potential step is to navigate that change hopefully with ease and grace so to help you on your journey of change in the show notes you will see the link to my communication style assessment my gift to you you will get two reports after taking the assessment One report will spotlight just your natural communication superpowers. You want to lean into that and you should be mindful of that. Flip side and maybe the more important report is your lowest score or potentially a blind spot and you'll get a report to spotlight that as well. When you're communicating with people who communicate 180 degrees different than you, that information becomes kind of critical. So again, my gift to you, link is in the in the show notes, um, the communication style assessment. Now, my quote today says, to set the tone for our topic is by Rachel Naomi Raymond. And she says, healing may not be so much about getting better as about letting go of everything that isn't you, all of the expectations, all of the beliefs and becoming who you are. You know, as I reflect on these quotes, I, I really take time and dig in to choose the correct quote. I'm amazed at how many personally limiting beliefs I know I have and keep on covering, uh, brothers and sisters out there, and how many of us live and thrive in that subconscious realm, right? That negative talk, that those limiting beliefs that we have—they're thriving, man. We have to learn how to turn down the volume. So to put it in perspective, I want you to picture an iceberg, that little tippy top, the top 5% that's sticking out, that's our conscious mind. That 95% under the water, that's our subconscious mind. So who's ruling us? Well, let me tell you, it's our subconscious, not our conscious. So how do we get control of this? Well, guess what? That's a really good question. And of course, I have an expert today to talk about how we get control of this, or more importantly, how we can address it. Again, with ease and grace. So my guest this week is Amanda Beth Johnson. Amanda is dedicated to guiding others on their journey towards self-discovery and wellness. Her own personal transformation inspired her to use her expertise in Theta Healing, which is an intuitive technique that helps individuals identify and release negative mindsets. Now, as an intuitive healer, Amanda has earned five certifications in Theta Healing and is the founder of Iowa Salt Pod, Southeast Iowa's first integrative wellness flotation spa, sounds so freaking cool to me proud 2023 recipient of the geo Re- Re- report Roper, Roper award of excellence and she offers homeopathic educational consulting services and she is a master gardener crocheter and classic car enthusiast please help me welcome my friend amanda to the show so kiddo thanks for being on
0: Oh, County, thanks so much for having me. I just enjoy being able to share, you know, meeting people where they are and, you know, finding out what it is they need to help them discover them their own gifts and their own uh path to growth in their business and in their personal lives. You know, just just sharing that with you as well. That's just awesome. And thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I love. I love our conversations. Um we met through networking
1: and we've had a couple of conver- We we ended up we kept ending up in the same breakout. <laughs> <laughs> we did. I was we like, did. okay, this is destined for us to do a show here, right? It was yeah. like the universe was colliding, um, kept throwing us together. But this is such an important topic, you know, and and the show is at the end of 2023. You know, the year is ending, New Year's beginning, doesn't matter, my future listeners. Um, this thinking and getting control, and control is probably the wrong word, right, Amanda? But understanding and navigating with purpose or maybe with deli- more deliberate choice I think helps us using your holistic approach um, as well. So here's, I'm just so curious, how the heck did you first discover, you know, and I'm doing air quotes for people listening on on Apple or or Spotify, but that fate of healing and what drew you to explore truly the potential of releasing these limiting beliefs that hold us back from the life that we deserve, right? Of abundance and fulfillment.
0: Um. So it's, it's, Funny, crazy story. Um, I was looking at getting back into promoting my flotation business because my float business is uniquely located inside a doctor's office. And through um, the, the pandemic that hit and everything and the restrictions and this and that, and it really impacted my float business and I became more involved in the medical practice managing it. And I was on um Alignable, which is like, um, for those who are not, not familiar with like this, kind of like Facebook for business owners. Yeah. And I was connecting with another holistic healer and she was an energy healer. And she's like, hey, I get this message. Hey, let's connect. Let's talk about services. And I'm like, oh, okay. And so I met with her and she did an energy scan. And I'm like, oh, girl, you are spot on. And so I worked with her and was just really drawn back into... Reconnecting with myself, uh, reconnecting with that intuition, that gut feeling that I had shut off. I'd shut off and, you know, fell prey to society's woes and expectations, you know, yeah. the, the education, the car, the house, the kids. Those are the things you have to have. Yeah. And in reality, those things are nice, but you have to have a connection to yourself and to your guide. And to be able to grow there and through Theta understanding the limitations that I had. And so working with Dr. Tiny, it was, you know, pretty impressive. And she's like, you know, you've got this, you you need to take the classes, you need to take the classes. And I just was able to turn my personal life around so much. And when our personal life is in alignment, our business follows with us. Sure. Um, and so... Looking at a lot of those common beliefs and all those things, like you, you nailed it with the iceberg. Um, yeah, it's our subconscious that, that takes over and keeps us from growing. You know, we had an incident. We heard something when we were a kid. Those tapes keep playing in our head and we yeah. get trapped. We get trapped and, and we don't realize it.
1: Yeah. That's the. I think that's the more important piece. The word trapped is a great word, but we don't even know we're trapped. They're blind spots, right? We have so many and they're blind spots. And until you hear a show like this or a conversation like this, all of a sudden you're like, well, maybe I do have blind spots. What could they potentially be? Or you've been working on it. So I just want to comment on two things. When you met with this woman, right, Divine, again, through Alignable or whatever, you met with her and she kind of did the work on you. It's probably the wrong terminology, but you know what I'm saying. That she started working with you, better better word, and you started your own personal transformation. I think that's when we realize the potential of our own gifts right because now they're they're shining so brightly and you think oh i need to help others but i think we need that own transformation for us to be able to pay it forward if you will or create a mm-hmm. ripple effect from our own perspective and then amplify it out and the reason I'm, I'm giggling it to myself is you know i've been in sales 40 years and when i do things people ask me questions and of course i'm pretty quick with responding because in 40 years you know how many experiences right amanda oh, we've had in yeah. this in our realm of genius <laughs> And people go to me, how do you know that? And I giggle and I think because I've made this mistake about 50 times and I finally realized right (laughs) how to fix it or how to be able to mitigate it so that I get to that rinse and repeat where you create a system for something that needs to happen over and over again. And in sales, there's a process, right? It's a process just like anything else. So I'm giggling because once I found the, you know, again, how many how many failures, and to me, they're not failures. They're just new opportunities to see that situation right from that different perspective. And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, this is what finally works. But I had mm-hmm. to go through that to figure it out. But now I'm paying it forward by saying, don't make the mistakes I did, right? Let me share and and speed up your transformation. For me, it's, it's with sales. With yours, it's more of a holistic, you know, that mind-body-spirit mm-hmm. connection. So really important that you... You had to go through it, I think, before we feel it so deeply and then understand how to identify and more importantly, how to help others. So I wanted, I just wanted to comment on that because I thought that was really an important concept of self and then we could ripple out from there.
0: Yeah. And and I think that's really important in, in connecting back to who we are because before my children, um, I allowed my intuitive spirit spirit and guidance to just really thrive. And then when you have kids, you just kind of shut down and you focus on focusing on that and losing sight of some of that, I think, and and losing our identity as moms. Sometimes we do that. You know, we put everything into the kids and we're still doing our job and doing our thing. And so being able to reconnect and, you know, find your identity again and, and find those repeating patterns. What is it that I keep doing? And why do I keep doing them? A lot of times I give the example of riding a bicycle. So riding my bicycle and I've driven this path. It's, you know, we're kids, we go all the time and you wipe out on the gravel and it was loose gravel that caused it. You go home, you get some kisses on your boo-boo, you get some band-aids, you're back out riding. But now when you go past that same spot, you're like, Ooh, you know, and you, you You may feel that that pain in your knees again, like, oh my gosh, it's happening all over again. That is how a belief gets stuck in your subconscious. Your subconscious is there and it feels it's protecting you. Yes. But as you gain skills and you no longer need that heavy warning and that stoppage, if you will, from your subconscious, you've grown, you've taken the notes and you're ready to stop repeating that pattern. And they become, you know, so we're, we're unaware of it. We're unaware of how we become trapped. And especially in our businesses, you know, yeah. that whole is, you know, failure is not fatal. It's a learning opportunity. You know, it's failure when you don't get back up and try again. That's right. That's right. And being able to receive success. What, what things have we been told? You know, the things that hold us back a lot of time, um, you know, we, we stop our own growth because we don't think we're worthy and not being worthy. That's a, that's a symptom of so many other beliefs that bring us together there or the whole scarcity. If mm-hmm. I take the last loaf of bread on the shelf, then no one else will have any. And I will be the worst person. You know, I don't deserve this. I'm not worthy. I don't deserve it. Um, other people will judge me if I'm successful. And if I was success- my big one, Amanda, that was my big one. Oh, it's I was huge. Be judged. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that society judgment. And it's like, no, there is enough abundance out there. We all need to grab it and run with it. And the more abundant I am, the more abundance I have to share with others. A ripple. And not, not letting you hold yourself back. But, and so with the process that I use, we were able to go in and find out what got stuck, download that, uh, divine definition. So, the process of theta, I co-create with your higher power, be it God, Buddha, Spirit, um, Holy Spirit, whatever, whatever term works for you. And that's really, really important that we establish that early on. Um, I worked with a lady last week and she had a different term that I wasn't familiar with and I didn't use it exactly right. And her beliefs didn't change. And then I realized that I wasn't using the right term. I used the right term and poof, they changed. Wow. I mean, it's That's it's cool. really really powerful and with Theta it's very very quick as well. So it's not. It's Can not you explain
1: the, the Theta healing? Just do real quick before we move on. Explain the basic principles of Theta healing, just so we bring everybody to the page that we're on, so that mm. then we could talk from there, right? Because people are like, "But I uh, what is Theta healing?" Wait, wait. <laughs> so let's let's kind of set the foundation, and then we could chat from there.
0: Okay, so in Theta healing. It's based on that a practitioner utilizes a theta brainwave to co-create that these beliefs that have been identified through conversation and digging work. And the really cool part and the best part that I love about theta is I don't need your whole story um, you don't have to tell it. You don't have to relive it. You don't have to go back through it again. We mm. had on an emotion and we're able to remove that block based on that without the whole story. And so the digging work without an interview, without reliving, unpacking your bags, we then identify that. I drop into a theta brainwave and that theta brainwave, we all have it. And when we're children, we kind of live in that theta wave up until we're about six years old. And that's why we absorb all those beliefs. We absorb everything we're told and we hear and it becomes the gospel for us. And theta wave is also like when you wake up in the morning and you're not awake and you're not asleep. It's kind of at lucid time. Theta is also used in meditation. It's the goal to get to that theta brain wave in meditation. Um and theta wave is also the wave that's used in hypnosis. And so with training as a theta healer, we learn how to drop into that wave very quickly. Um, go up, co-create with your higher being, request that these changes be made on your behalf. And we come back. I also do a lot of applied kinesiology, muscle testing, body dowsing, whatever you call it, so that you know you had that belief and that it needs changed. And then we retest it right away to make sure that that belief did get changed. So people leave, um, sessions with me feeling that they were, you know, it's, it's a safe space. It's non-judgmental. Um, and because I'm not doing the work, I'm requesting the work. Most of the things that people tell me, I don't remember. I just remember they had an awesome outcome and people come out feeling lighter and really ready to tackle their next goal, their next thing, the world, a lot of times, appears more 40 they see and notice things and they're just they're able to be more positive you know get that stuff out of the way so yeah. that's what data is like you're it's funny as you're describing
1: i call people like you who have this beautiful gift i'm standing in water and i because we all know what to do right our intuition is there and waiting for us the wisdom is internal right yeah but we're looking down at the water and we're going i can't see my feet it's mud And then we meet with someone like you and you go, go look at your feet now. And you look down and you go, ah, it's clear. And I knew it all along. I just needed someone to clear the muddy water for me. Right. So that's, that's really kind of, I'm, I'm really simplifying, Amanda. I really, oh,
0: that- oh, no, no, that, that's, that's an amazing example. I may have to steal that, but yeah, yeah you can
1: steal that I allow it. So, yeah. and I just want to share, I worked with an energy healer many years ago. Um, I had uh, the people, I've shared the story before. I tore my meniscus working out. Kids were at hockey. Like you were saying, I started getting a pain in my knee, probably because the meniscus had whatever it did. And I thought you have 10 more minutes, suck it up. The kids are going to be done. This is your time. Like get it done, right? Fill up your big, which is so ridiculous. My body was saying, can you stop please? But no, I didn't listen. So fast forward, um, went to the doctor. They didn't want to do surgery. and went through physical therapy, blah, 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 chronic. And at the holidays, cause I, I would do Christmas Eve and Christmas day and the wrapping and the kids were little and running the business, right? All of these things, my knee would literally, I have to put a brace on. I could just about walk. So this went on for years. Met this chick, this woman, uh Sally was her name, at an event. And she said, why are you limping? And I ah, yeah, blah, blah, went through the whole story. She said, I-, I think I could clear that up. I think you have blocked energy. I, ah. So met this many years ago. Met with her. We did it like, I think, two or three sessions, Amanda. The pain, knock on wood, never came back. I used to, before I'd move, I'd have to think, wait, watch your knee. Now I sometimes think, oh, my knee hasn't hurt me in years. I don't even think about even before I move. So this is the kind of thing that we're talking talking about. Mine just happened to be a physical, um, in injury, if you will. But we have those emotional scars as well that we don't even know are there, let alone try to remove them. So this is what we're talking about, though. The muddy water, eliminating the pain, whether it's emotional or physical. Um, that's what that theta healing level does for us. Am, am I understanding?
0: Absolutely. Um, okay. because yes, it, it is the belief in theta and in, in many other things that those, those trap beliefs and those trap feelings get stuck in us. And that's what causes disease, you know, right. and, but people also have to want to. They have to want to be better. They have to want to feel successful and have that ability to receive and have abundance and get rid of you know. Oh my gosh, I'm going to be judged. I'm going to change my circle of friends. You know, um, but there's there's other things we do that limit us. Like oh, I can't afford that. Well, if you say I can't afford it, I guarantee you you'll never afford it. But you can okay. say things like hmm, I choose not to spend my money on that today because I'm going to choose my I'm going to choose. You know, I desire to spend it on this, not on that. Yeah. Just changing how we look at some things helps us with that whole abundance and um receiving.
1: Yeah, so it's funny. I've been thinking lately. I don't know why, that. It's really kind of amusing. I know I have a youthful outlook, right? And I'm, I'm a little bit of a goofball is not the right word, but I could be silly. I don't, I like, I, I like humor, right? I think humor has to be part of our life. Even when we're working on projects and we're with clients and there's a situation or, or a problem, we have to find the humor in it because then I I think it's easier to move forward, right? So I, I have that type of energy. Well, I keep telling, you know, I, I goof with my husband. I go, yeah, aging. I'm not aging. I'm going backwards. I'm getting younger and younger. And younger. But I've been saying it so much lately that he goes, yeah, yeah, whatever. I go, you better keep, because he's five years younger than me, too, my husband. I go, you better keep up with me. I'll trade you in for, I'm going to upgrade to a newer model. Mm-hmm. And I, it's a big joke. Well, all of a sudden, Amanda, the past maybe two months, Men and women, young men and young women, when I, they find out my age, they go, wait, wait, how old are you? And when I tell them, they go, no. And I said to my husband, wow, it's happening a lot lately. So the other night in bed, I'm like, because you've been joking about, oh no, I'm getting younger. And I, be- but I believe in my heart that I'm still 30, right? <laughs> and I feel it. I live it. I breathe it. Right. I have this youthful energy. Everybody thinks that I'm like 20 years younger than I am. And I just, I giggle to my husband. I go, it's happening a lot. I go, I'm manifesting that. But see, that's what we're talking about. Absolutely. Really what, it whatever like- you
0: say, yeah, whatever you say, your thoughts. And your speech are mighty, mighty, powerful, yeah, you put out bad stuff, you wear a bad magnet, and you're just gonna bring yeah. more and more bad to yeah. you. You put out good stuff, you get a good magnet, and you're bringing all that good stuff to you, yeah. so yes, what you say, your mind and body believes, yes yeah. and yeah. and I've been telling people I was thirty three since I was about twenty five and <laughs> and now you know. 20 plus years later, I'm still telling people I'm 33 as it is a, a knee jerk age, you know? So, yeah, you, you are what you believe you are.
1: I, yeah, it's, that's, that's, but how do we get there? How do we control that process? <laughs> that's where the magic happens because now we can duplicate that with all aspects of our life especially financially, right? Success, whatever that means to people in their careers. Mm -hmm. This is the kind of thing that we're talking about to tap into. Are there specific theta healing techniques or exercises that you're finding are just super effective in addressing whatever people's limiting beliefs are, right? We have especially probably success and abundance. Are they two of the biggies that you see with frequency?
0: Um, Yeah, I see a lot of people... And and again, a lot of it comes back to the worthiness and success, Mm -hmm. failure, abundance kind of gets put into a a big ball because there's the feeling of success and abundance in our personal lives, in our professional lives, our community, networking, all of those aspects come together. And when you're able to let go of those beliefs and we everybody can do it by being more positive and things like that. But with Theta... We can do it so much more quickly. Um, dropping into that brainwave and, and there are books. You can certainly read the books on theta healing. You can self learn it. But when you take the time and the opportunity to learn theta or any healing technique Mm -hmm. formally, you're just, you're really getting, you're getting the advantage of what the instructor has to offer from years of experience. Those shortcuts there are just amazing. So, um, yeah, teaching people to be positive, looking at that positivity and the more positive you are, the more positive that comes to you, teaching people how to do their manifesting, how to look at what they do, um, creating those movies, those things and people, yeah, I've been doing, I've been doing, I've been, did you believe in it when you did it or did you just put yeah. it together and follow the script? Yes. You have to believe in it. You have to believe in yourself and believe in the possibility. Um, and so with data, we figure out what it is that's getting in your way. What is yeah. that speed bump you keep doing? What is that repeating pattern? Where where do the wheels fall off for you each and every time? What is it you're and, telling yourself?
1: I, and, and Amanda, I think here's the important thing. You're right. We could read a book and understand the concept but understanding the probably about twenty percent of the people could read a book and apply it, and the, and they're like, yeah, man, this works. Eighty percent, so eight out of ten people, for instance, that are listening to the show, you can read the book, right? I can read the book too, and and learn the concept, but apply. Applying it into our real life because that's not our zone of genius. That's not what we, that's not the craft that we have perfected in our own life, right? So, mm-hmm. you need what's that conduit of understanding a concept and then executing it every day in your life, in your business? So, it's the same thing. Like I have my videos, my seven step sales process. Pe- people could buy that. They could buy my book, very low price point, but you, you can understand the concept. But then you need someone to say, ah, hear what you just said. If you just tweak it and say, Say it this way, you're gonna see customers are gonna be more clients are gonna be more responsive. And they go, Oh, how did you oh that's great? By reading a book, we don't always get that transition. And that's why I I personally hire people because I, I don't know what I don't know. And I can read and understand, but how do I apply it? How do I live it and breathe it? You need somebody who's been through it, like like you were like my intro. You you worked with someone and thought, holy crap,
0: let's do this. Now. Yeah. Like,
1: yeah. So that's I think that's understanding is one thing. Application and execution are two very different things. And sometimes we do need that linchpin or conduit, you in the equation or Connie in the equation to get us from understanding to execution. And when I say execution, execution with with results, right? What Right. Getting, on, yeah, getting yeah, getting what we what,
0: what we've invested in. And exactly. And as a student in the theta classes, and I also have TA'd several times, um, with my instructor. And I watch the people that have come in and they're like, yeah, I got this. I already read the book. I've been doing this. And then they're like, whoa, there, exactly. there's a whole different approach to it. When you learn it and you experience it from someone who has trained, you just, you just pick up that stuff. So yeah, it's, it's different. You can't, it is, it's,
1: it's different. And, and Hey, listen, so here's, here's what I always say on the show, especially if you're curious and you're not ready to invest. I get that. I I buy books and I read things first to think, do do I want to do this? Is this really of interest to me? Is it what I think it is? Right. So you Mm -hmm. read the book or you do the mini course or whatever it is. Then I decide, nope, not what I wanted or holy crap. Let me do the next piece and the next piece. And then all of a sudden, right, I sit next to someone in networking and she helped me with the pain in my knee. So, but you have to be ready for it. And I think that's the other piece. So with that said, because we're almost out of time, can you give an example of how people can get into that theta brain state, um, to start to understand maybe what their limiting beliefs are and, and start to understand because they have to take a baby step forward versus, Oh, I believe in the state of healing. Well, what is it? They're still saying, but wait, what is theta healing?
0: (laughs) Are there anything we can tap into to get to that brainwave Um, as novices? Yeah, I would say um, start doing some meditations. Um, You can find meditations in many, many different places that allow you to get out of your mind Get out of your head and listen to your body. Listen to your intuition. So doing that meditative practice, and I've got a meditation um, prepared for your guests to help them get rid of stuff they don't need. Um, there's other meditations at my website. And then start doing that gratitude practice. Mm. Write down 10 things every day you're grateful for. The more you are grateful, the more you'll have. And some days it can be, it can be grateful that your dogs are healthy. Your house is warm. You have a house, you know, you can be grateful for families. You can be grateful for that friend that called you out the other day. You know, we are grateful for all of those things. Grateful for clean air and clean water and some of the basic things. The more we can be grateful, the more positivity we put out there by practicing it, the more that's going to come to us. And the more we're going to see those negative things, that thought we always have. And you take those thoughts when you think it or you say it and it's negative, you throw it out. You throw it out to your higher power and let it be cleansed and brought back to this universe as positivity. And I know that sounds just kind of really very dust and sparkles, but it is. It's so important. And for people to engage in theta healing, you do need to have four basic beliefs in place and um want to have those beliefs as well. But with data, nothing can be done for someone unless they give their explicit permission. So Absolutely. I can't go around and change people just because right. I think they need it. They need to want it, and they need to consciously be aware that they're accepting that change. So getting people into positivity is huge. What are the four ba- basic beliefs? I'm curious. Um So the four basic beliefs that a person needs to have is that they want an instant healing, they deserve an instant healing, that an instant healing is possible, and that theta healing can work for them. In a session, I would normally have you test that yes or no, yes or no. Um, but if you would like, I can change those beliefs for you and for anyone who is listening. And all they have to do is say yes out loud. And it works in the recording. So anyone who's not catching it live is going to get that because it's energy. Energy is not created or lost. It's just shared. So I if you like it. that I can do that real quick. Yes, let's do that real quick. I love... <laughs> all right. Put it in action. Just say yes out loud. Okay. Sometimes people can feel the energy when I do the work and sometimes they don't. And if we have just a few more seconds We could do um, a couple beliefs that, um, you know, release that feeling that failure is fatal. Yeah. Release any fears that you have about success or abundance, you know, that success is going to change your life for the negative or for the positive or just, so if we just drop those two fears, Yeah. fear of success failure, so just say yes, we'll do that. Yes, let's do it. Do I have to say yes out loud? Yep. You just say yes out loud as well as all your guests. So if you catch it in the live, that's great. If you catch it in the recording, just say yes out loud.
1: But I have a question. You were doing it in your brain. We had that moment of silence. I didn't say yes. Should I have said yes before? You had said yes before I did it. I did, Okay. That I just want everybody to understand because I'm like, was I supposed to say yes while she's doing this? Nope. I, you say like, yes beforehand. You say okay,
0: yes so beforehand. Yes, yes. Yes. I'm saying <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. And, and like I say, anybody that can can hear this and then you will be able to receive the work if you're... If it's appropriate for you. So we'll take care of that. Yep. Let's do it. And I'd like to download the divine definition and create alignment of what failure and success are and how it serves you that it's safe and how it serves you to let go of it. It's not appropriate. Just say yes to that. Yes. Okay. How does it feel? Love it. I feel,
1: listen, sister, I <laughs> feel good when I spend time with you. Please, are you kidding? Me? So, yes, that it's so funny. It's so funny. Um, you know, we just had Thanksgiving here in the United States, and I don't know who I was talking to. I was talking to another guest or client, and we were chatting about Thanksgiving and the holiday and gratitude and all of that. And I said, you know, it's funny. I was having a conversation and we were talking about, um, our business. And I remember when I started my business, right? I had two babies at home and I remember saying to my dad and mom, so here's my back. I always had three backup plans. That's just how, how my brain works. I always have safety nets because I, I take risk, but it's calculated risk. So what is, what is the plan B, plan C, if, you know, they don't work? So I remember saying to my p- parents, well, plan A is this. My business is going to thrive. Plan B is if it doesn't do blah blah, whatever. And I go, Plan C, if it's we go bankrupt, I'm moving back in with you, mom and dad. And it was it was a big joke, right? Knock on wood. I never had to do that. But my parents were like, of course, of course. So whoever I was talking to, I said, you know, we were talking about the homeless across the United States. And I, I don't know how bad that is in Canada, but I know in the US we have pockets in the cities where there's homeless. And I said, isn't that funny that we that's when you pause and you think, oh my gosh, I have family even if the worst of the worst of the worst happens, somebody will take us in just as I would take any of my family and and friends in right if if we hit these these points of real struggle and and tragedy, it happens it happens right? We can't mm-hmm. say it's not going to happen to me, so I said, but we forget we think I don't have this, I don't have this, I haven't done that i don't have instead of saying. I have a warm roof over my head every day that I don't even think about. You know, that mortgage comes out of my checking account. The money is there. We don't pause to think about, what did I do to get the money in to pay for the house to have the warm? There's this connectivity of gratitude that we need to pause and understand and feel. And I don't think we do that enough as humans. We're always looking for more.
0: Yeah, we are. We are always looking for more. And we forget to be thankful for what we have.
1: Yeah, it's a big one. And you have
0: to. He who is grateful has more. I, he who doesn't have gratitude loses everything
1: yeah and it was and funny I, yeah I was networking with shannon that's how we met and i was I'm doing a workshop a santa's workshop in mid december of twenty twenty three for my future listeners um it's past, but I might bring it out in in december of twenty twenty four you never know but I was talking to shannon and I said you know it's it's a low nominal thing, but it's a you know pain. can I post it? I don't want to ever overstep or not honor these networks that I belong to and she's like yes it's that's so valuable. yes, our people within the network they they might want that right so I was like, "Oh," and she looked at me, and she goes, "You always give to everybody, Connie." It's so funny that you have you're asking permission to do what the premise of this platform is. And I said, "I will never, ever." ever disrespect people that are important to me and that honor me. I want to honor back. So, but isn't that funny? So the more you give, the more you get people. I'm telling you, you have to live and breathe it. It, it works. This stuff works. Positive mindset, positive, not fake positive, but truly believing in your heart. And I think the gratitude brings the positivity because when you stop and pause for the warmth, like you said, or a pillow at night with, with a bed with, com- with a sheet and comforter, um, all of those pieces on a cold winter's night, Right. That's the gratitude. That's where the positivity launches from. So many people are fake positive. I could see right through that and annoys me. Like you're talking the talk, but you're not walking the walk. You have to walk the walk, and I believe it starts with gratitude and forgiveness is the other big emotion.
0: Yeah. And and when you start being more positive, you're going to surround yourself with people that absolutely support you and they wanna be positive. And the people who are not positive and don't want to don't wanna bring themselves to that positive vibrational level. Yeah. Your circle is going to change, yeah, and it's going to change for the good because you're bringing more good to you. Yeah, and it's a great feeling. It's yeah. a great feeling. And and on this last note, we're
1: out of time, Amanda. But yes, and that when we feel great, you're showing up in a more dynamic, energetic. Positive, impactful way for those that are new to our orbit or community or beyond, right? So right. Um, this is so important. But yeah, gratitude, forgiveness, positive energy. We have to keep our vibration high. And here's the little Pollyanna: I have down days too. Amanda has down days. Like so crap yeah. happens, man, to all of us, <laughs> you know. And I, and I'll just share one quick tip at the end. When I'm having those down days, I don't oh bury it. Don't bury it because that's then that's where you create this disease in our body. Instead of the feels and let them go. But what I'll do, depending on the severity of whatever the situation is that I'm annoyed with, or, or I'm, I'm feeling down about depending on the complexity of it or the depth of it. But I allow myself one minute. Sometimes I allow myself 24 hours if it's severe. And I think you can feel like crap for 24 hours. And then tomorrow, what do you need to do to get your engines running again? Because that's not going to serve you. Feel it, honor it, right? Feel the distress and the sadness and whatever it is. But tomorrow, what do you need to do to pull yourself out of that that hole? Because we could dig ourselves deeper very easily. We can also pull ourselves out of it. But you have a choice, right? It's It's a choice of thinking.
0: I like to think of the rule of three. Something bad happens that you want to complain about. You can complain about it. After you talk about it three times, you cannot talk about it anymore. I love it. You're done. You're done. If it's a, if your dog had an accident or the neighbors did this or your spouse did that or your kid did this, things that happened or someone cut you off in traffic three times and you're done. I love so it. Allow yourself to go down that path of creating and bringing that negativity to you. Yep. You know, honor it and move it on. Cut the cord and let it go. I love it. We gave you two
1: good tips there, plus the theta healing, the meditation. And there is a free gift. I will put the link in the show notes from Amanda. It is a meditation um, to help them with get into that theta brain state. Correct. Am I understanding correct. that correctly, yeah. Amanda?
0: Yep. Yeah. And, okay. and um, on my website, you can also do an intuitive discovery call. If you're not sure and you just want to experience more theta to decide if that's the fit for you, you can do an intuitive discovery session with me as well.
1: Love it. So just email you. So email Amanda at amandabethhealing.com website, amandabethhealing.com. And the free link is amandabethhealing.com slash wash away. I will put that in the show notes because it has a link in there, um, a hyphen in there as well. And of course, any questions, please reach out to Amanda directly. She does check her emails and will respond personally. Um, yes. So reach out to her. No- what, this is an interesting topic and if you're hearing it for the first time or you're hearing it for the 10th time and thinking, "Hmm, maybe there's something to this. Why do I keep hearing about the state of stuff and the yeah. meditation, right? Maybe this is when the, the student's ready, right? The teacher mm-hmm. appears if you will. So again, reach out to Amanda with any questions or concerns or apprehensions Um and just see, see if it's a good fit for you. Everything doesn't work for everyone, but we nope. have to find what works for us. And I think Amanda's fabulous. So, Amanda, thank you so much for being on and thank you for sharing the meditation with everyone. I you know, I love giving the free gifts away.
0: <laughs> well, thanks for having me, Connie, and giving me the opportunity to share and to to, you know, give somebody a leg up. And even if they don't come to Theta, Come to positivity. (laughs) Uh, Start start with
1: that, right? Those two little tips we gave right at the end works. So yes, thank you so much. Truly appreciate your time and coming on and sharing this concept with us. It's important. It's really important that remember the iceberg. We we have to understand that subconscious, um, so that we can create the life that we want and actually have some power behind it. Don't live a life of defaults. Live a life that you choose um, to move forward. So Amanda, thank you uh, so much and. Thank you for joining me weekly as we question build and discover together no matter where you are on your journey of change I really hope my guests and I provide some ideas tips strategies for you to understand but then go and apply it you know information's a beautiful thing if we do nothing with it it's just information in our brain once we start applying it trust me magic really does happen on the back end um I live and breathe it my guests live and breathe it we believe right we believe deeply so we hope we put you on the path of change with ease and grace. You've been listening to Enlightenment of Change with me, your host, Connie Whitman, on webtalkradio.com. You know that I am truly honored to have you on this journey of change with me, and I hope my guests and I provide some, again, strategies and ideas to help you navigate change with just a little bit more ease and grace. Life can be be a cruel teacher, let's not make it that. Let's really live from a place of abundance and love. I love you all, and I will see you next week. Thanks for tuning in, as always. Um, Have a great week, everyone.